Hello, hello. Welcome into the IDP Guys Waiver Wire Show for week seven. Wow, seven weeks already. Isn't that crazy? Well, we are a third of the way through the season, and it's a pleasure to be here with you for the, I guess this would be the sixth time we've done this since we didn't do it for week one. Um, first off, I am Joseph Harlow or Joe Harlow, either way. I can be found on X slash Twitter at Jolo63, which you can see at the bottom of the screen right there. Um, Justin is not able to be with me this week, but he can also be found with some great information at FFFBallers on Twitter slash X, whatever you want to call it. Um, and some plugs with the IDP guys, idpguys.org. Join there, subscribe. You can, If you subscribe, you can get onto our Discord which has all of our amazing writers who are there most of the time, can ask questions regard, related to Dynasty, Redraft, uh, Trades, anything in between there. A lot of great resources and writers there. And yeah, then also on the website, you can access our newsletter or any other articles, including uh, starts, sits, waiver, an article with waivers, reviews, previews, all the fun stuff. So join on there. Um, and as always, ask any questions you may have regarding waivers, trades, even some start sits if you want to, and I will get to them as I can. And we'll get, hopefully we should be able to get through all of them as usual. And though might push some off till we get to a related topic as we go through the waiver wires. I see one question in now, and that one I will get to once we get to our linebackers from our friend Fantasy Sports. So not ignoring you, but we will get there. Um, as it seems it always is, there were a lot of injuries this week. A lot of them on offense. So that's something, I guess. Specifically the signal callers. Gonna lead off with quarterback from my team, the Colts. Not Gardner Minshew, because he's not that good or interesting um, outside of you know the persona. But Anthony Richardson sounds like it's done for the season. It's going to have season-ending shoulder injury. Goodness, because of a shoulder injury, he will have season-ending surgery. Sorry, my light is being weird right now. Uh, that didn't do much, but sorry if it's a little dark in here. Um, yeah, Richardson's going to be done for the season, it sounds like. Huge bummer. Reps are the thing he needed the most. Um, coming out of 13 starts at Florida and missing much time and I think every game he played in this season, but huge promise. Um, great talent. Definitely think my Colts have the quarterback of the future, as long as it's not luck 2.0 with the health, but it's a real bummer. Definitely a downgrade to all Colts players, except maybe Michael Pittman Jr. Who's still been producing spectacularly. I think has been very good, but the rest and John, not Jahan Dotson. Josh Downs um, also has still should be okay as he takes more time from the injured Alec Pierce. But yeah, otherwise on the quarterback front, Trevor Lawrence had a knee injury in the game against the Colts. Uh, questionable for Thursday night. He did leave the game, but it was also end of the game, garbage time situation. It, he said that he would have come back in had it mattered at that point, but Every player would say that. So we'll see. Them having the Thursday night game this week makes that a bit of a challenge. Just will he be able to get back on short rest? 
I did see a little bit ago that he is practicing today in a limited walkthrough capacity. But with it being a Thursday game, that's all they're doing. So we will see. Even if he is active, it's a very good defense that they're playing against in the Saints. And he will be limited. So if you have another option, would recommend going there. Other signal, signal caller injuries. Justin Fields dislocated his thumb on his throwing hand. Sounds week to week. Probably not going to play this week. So Titan Bajent, the rookie out of Shepard, will be starting for them, it sounds like. And CJ Beathard for the Jaguars, if Trevor Lawrence is not able to go. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, back injury. Sounds like he's going to be out. He was initially a name we were going to bring up today, but not anymore with him seemingly out. Um, last game he missed, it was Aiden O'Connell who started, but he was a health has been a healthy scratch when Garoppolo has been active. Um, so we'll see if it's him or Brian Hoyer who came in, in on in relief. Either way, I would not want to start either of them too spectacular too much against the bears i believe just with their limitations though if you were going to start them against anyone the bears would be one of those teams so in a super flex if you really need a dart throw or have or the bipocalypse is hitting you their options more quarterback injuries ryan hill ankle injury it's to be determined how long he'll be out if at all but it is the same sort of injury that ended his year last year. So we shall see Malik Willis or Will Levis will be taking over for him if he misses time. So keep an eye on that. And we'll see if maybe the Titans start to tank the rest of their season away. Baker Mayfield for the Buccaneers also had an injury to his hand, but it was his non-throwing hand. Seems like he'll be fine. So, yeah. Running back-wise, Christian McCaffrey had his annual injury with this one being a rib oblique injury questionable for Monday night against the Vikings. See there, that will be a tough one to see if he plays or not. And with it being the Monday night game, I have to make a decision assuming he's not there, but we will get to a replacement later on in the show. Kyron Williams is going to miss this week for the Rams with an, with a knee injury, I believe it was, or an ankle can, so you would start his backup, Ronnie Rivers, except he's going to go on IR with one of them has a knee injury, the other an ankle. I did not write down well which had which, but it sounds like Rivers is going to be out for about a month, and we will get to their replacement also later on. Uh, David Montgomery with another injury, this time on his ribs. It sounds like he's going to miss this week. Dan Campbell made it seem like he might miss a few, so we shall see, though we have heard that before. I would not plan on having Montgomery this week. Um, yeah. Um, I believe that's it for running backs at wide receiver. Debo Samuel also was injured against the Browns. Shoulder injury. Sounds like he's day to day. So we'll see his availability as well. Some up to hit some IDP injuries real quick. Marcus Davenport, who we recommended last week, had been having a very strong couple of weeks. Ankle injury, sounds like he's going on IR. So that's a big old bummer. Patriots, pass rushers Josh Uche and Keon White both left the game and missed practice today so far. So their availability is in question. Uh, not sure how much they would either would be started anyway with the Patriots probably facing a run-heavy game. Who knows against the Bills, but they should be down by a lot. So we'll see how many opportunities they would have even had. 
Frankie Louvu for the Panthers was injured again with a hip injury and left the game to be determined his status. Now I've not seen anything yet, but we'll do a check while going through some of the other names we have. Um, other names, Marcus Williams safety for the Ravens in his first game back after having a pectoral injury. Looks like he pulled a hammy and it's week to week, but sounds like he will be out for this one. Geno Stone filled in spectacularly for Williams while he was injured the first time. Uh, we do not have him mentioned in this show, but if he is out there still, he's definitely a good player to grab. Uh, checking back on the Frankie Louvu thing, not seeing anything yet, but with this being their buy, that's not super surprising. You wouldn't be starting him this week anyway. So do see a couple questions in there for linebackers and running backs. We will get to those. Um, specifically with the running backs, we've got a couple names in there that are mentioned here. So we will hold off on those for a little bit. Another reminder, send in as many questions as you can or want, and I will get to them as the show goes on. And also forgot to mention, we should be having a special guest come on later in the show. Hopefully that's the case still. We're going to get into the defensive line now. Last week, we brought up Marcus Davenport, who, as just mentioned, left the game very early with an injury and is going on IR. Going to give ourselves a tie there, technically, since you can't really grade that injury. But the other name we gave was AJ Epinesa, who, as we thought, did have a sack against the Giants offensive line and Terod Taylor. Um, so that we'll give that one a win. Not sure, like we said last week, not sure how long-term of a play he is with Vaughn Miller ramping back up and Greg Rousseau returning, but we'll see. Um, start anyone against the Giants O-line is really the moral of that story. Another O-line you can start anyone against is the Titans. And someone who destroyed that offensive line in London last week was Justin Matabuke, the defensive tackle for the Ravens. He has played 70-ish snaps in four out of six over... Sorry, he has played over 70 snaps four out of the six games so far and actually leads the Ravens in sacks with four and a half. Um, he's hit four plus tackles in four of his games. So from the defensive tackle position, that is great juice to have. Don't have many players at that position with that pass rush upside. So in a defensive tackle league, he is a very good start at this point. Uh, he has broken out and is being has become not a star, but a very, very solid player with that star potential if he keeps that sack total up. So again, defensive tackle leagues, go ahead, grab him, absolutely. Even in defensive line leagues in a good matchup, which they are playing the Lions this week, which is not the greatest matchup, but if the Lions have to pass a lot in a shootout with the Ravens, there will be more opportunities for Matabuke. Other name we're bringing up, um is Bryce Huff one of the many names on uh, one of the many players on buy this week which after defensive line we'll go back and review the buys which I should have done before the defensive lineman my apologies there so Bryce Huff with the Jets has been an elite pass rusher so far he is fourth in the NFL in pressures on the year per PFF which is even more impressive when you look at how many times he's rushed the passer and realize that there are 105 players who have played who have rushed the passer more than him so he is 106th in pass rush pass rush snaps and fourth in pressures they're using him more and more as the season's gone on he's around 50 percent of snaps the last two weeks 
So that could, while that efficiency just won't last if he goes gets closer to 65, 70% of snaps, he still does have that in his bag and is an elite rusher for, even though he has been kind of a spot play at this point. He's definitely a good pickup. If you're in a big play league, sack premium, go get him. Yeah, he's a very fun player. He's a great name to watch for the future, for next year, especially in dynasty leagues, as he could, as he's a free agent at the end of the year. So could sign a huge deal and get a lot more playing time next year. But right now he's a fun upside, best ball sort of play. So as just mentioned, we're going to hit the buy, take a step back and hit buys. Last week we had the Green Bay Packers on buy and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Packers are going to go to mile high this week to play the Broncos while the Steelers are going to Los Angeles to play the Rams. Um, so if there are any players like borderline player, borderline starting players who might've been dropped last week, like the Isaiah McDuffie at linebacker who we mentioned, um, even an AJ Dillon, should Aaron Jones still be out? Just take a look. Luke Musgrave has the best is, has a great matchup this week. The Broncos, I believe are 32nd and against tight ends. So go grab him if he was dropped and against a month. Oh my Lord. Amidst that bye week. Similar with the Steelers, anyone was dropped there. Deontay Johnson has had his IR window opened, his practice window, so he could be back soon. If anyone, any Steeler starter was dropped that could go into your lineup, just take another look since those players may have been forgotten about. And if you're sorting by last week's stats, you won't find them. And now we are headed into the first bipocalypse of the season. There are six teams on by which are the Dallas Cowboys, New York Jets, Cincinnati Bengals, Carolina Panthers, Tennessee Titans, and Houston Texans. That is a lot of talent that's out there that's gone this week. Uh, hate to see that. It's going to make this week very difficult and was definitely made the waiver show very difficult to find some names with a fifth of the league out and especially some of the bigger names. So linebackers, we do have a question for how to rank rest of season from fantasy sports. The names given are Dorian Williams, Kenneth Murray Jr., Pete Werner, Blake Cashman, Josie Jewell, and Damone Clark. Okay, ranking them rest of season. So spoiler, Blake Cashman is the first name we do have on here with the Texans weird linebacker room, and he had 15 tackles this week. Dorian Williams had was another name we mentioned last week, though we did not expect him to get the start right away. But he did. So that is a good sign for him. Kenneth Murray is still taking the lion's share of snaps with Eric Hendricks, clearly not 100%. Pete Werner has been disappointing on the year, but also leads the team in tackles. So uh, Josie Jewell isn't very good at football, in my opinion, and but still is on the field a lot and is probably better than Alex Singleton and uh, the raw Drew Sanders. Then Damone Clark looked solid yesterday in his first start taking over for Leighton Van Der Esch. Rest of season, how would I rank them? I think I would still go Werner one. Oh, and looks like we have our guest in. Hello, Santa. What's up, dude? 
say hello to the people. How's it hey, going? What's up, everybody? Very good, very good. Uh, just got off my little call, didn't have to say a word, so I'm all wonderful. Good to go. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to say some words in here. Beautiful. Um, and you popped in just in time for this question. I'll link yeah. ranking linebackers rest of season. Dorian Williams, Kenneth Murray Jr., Pete Werner, Blake Cashman, Josie Jewell, and Damone Clark. Holy smokes. What a group here. Okay. I, I want Let Pete me... Werner one, which I don't feel great about, but yeah. just talent alone. It's him and then everyone else. I got so. for fantasy purposes, I, I give me Jewel one. I would go Werner <sighs> two. Uh, yeah, I know the injury concern, but the ceiling, you know the ceiling's not good. I just, oh, and Warner is? Um, on field, yes. For Don't care. It's, yeah, it's one of those things that sometimes as a linebacker, being bad at football is better for fantasy. Exactly. Joseph has got that going for him. Which is why I'll take him one. Um, yeah, Werner too, just because he, get, he gives you nothing but tackles. So that's fine, but which is weird because he's a great pass rusher, but they're just yeah. not using him there. Yes, uh, don't get me started between him and, and Kate and Alice this year. I am just pulling my hair out. So, yeah, give me Jewel Werner. Uh, oh, god, Murray Jr., Clark, and Williams. Um, but they're all. I mean, Jewel and, and Werner are in the same tier, and then the rest are all in the same tier. I mean, they're, uh, you know, that that's really tough. That's a good group. It but, is. Uh, yeah, let, let me go with that. But, yeah, two distinct tiers there, Jewel, Werner, for me, together in one tier, and yep. then all of the rest of them kind of in the bottom. And Cashman probably at the very bottom. I think I skipped him, actually. He yeah. Cashman at the very bottom just because it feels like Perryman's going to be back. All he has is yep. stupid cast. So Cashman might have another week or two worth of value. Yep. But like from there, he's definitely the lowest in the pecking order if Absolutely. everyone is healthy. So I don't know. Yeah. And I guess to give my full rankings, agree that Warner and Jewel are in the top tier. I have them flipped from you, but sure. Yeah. And then next, I probably would go Dorian, yeah. Damone, Murray, yeah. Cashman. I think that's everyone. Murray, I just don't see holding off as the linebacker one for sure. a long time. Kendrick still doesn't look fully healthy, but when he gets there, he will be the guy. Right. Yeah, it's that's why I just been, like Murray because I feel like Kendrick's yeah. at his age is going to have more health issues throughout the year. Most so likely. yeah, that's the only reason I threw Murray kind of in the middle there. But yeah, yeah these are all I mean, if, if you've got all of these guys to pick from, that's a really great staple. So yeah, really just throw a dart there. And yeah. so the first name we do have for linebackers is Blake Cashman. Yeah. It's a gross name, especially with him on by this week. But what, 15 tackles last week, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, if Perryman's not healthy, he's the guy. Christian Harris' experiment is over. Again, breaking my heart multiple times this season. But, <laughs> oh, well. Um, yeah, he's, over the last couple of games, leads the team of tackles and has – Played every snap last week. But yeah. It's... Yeah. I mean, it, it really all the, I, I, so I did the Houston start sit right up coming mm -hmm. into this week. And I said, I, I thought that there was a pretty clear um, tier of, of linebackers. And it was, but one right now and one at full health. So right now, yep. I would say it's 
2020 as like the LB1 with pairing it out. Yeah. And then, you know, he did play 99% to Cashman's 100. And I think things sort of just fell Cashman's way this week. So I would still, if I'm picking between the two, give me Tuotuo still, despite this performance by Cashman. Yep. So, um, and then Cashman and Harris, I kind of had together. We've now had, you know, a clear sort of breakdown that it's Cashman over Harris. So for me, it's still Tuotuo, then Cashman, then Harris, then Perryman, as things currently stand with health and everything taken into account. Now, if you set them all at 100% health, I think it's Perryman back at the top. I still think they will let him, you know, be the number one LB at 100% health. Then 2020, then Cashman and Harris kind of lumped together there. So that's kind of my feelings with this whole group right now. And as far as recommending Cashman for a waiver pickup, I mean, if you're starting like three linebackers with maybe some IDP flexes, I might spend yeah. a decent amount to acquire him. But otherwise, I think you're just chasing the points. And like you said, with the bye week coming up, I don't see yeah. a lot of uh, ceiling left for cash. Right? Yeah. I think we just saw it. <laughs> yeah. I th- again, this was a really tough week for linebackers. The next two names as well that I have are really gross. Let's hit them now. First one, Oren Burks for the Niners. <laughs> Um, if this is purely if Dre Greenlaw's out again, yeah, but he played every snap, yeah, yeah, played every snap this week and had tackles, I think. So, yeah, Greenlaw's out, solid, decent play. If you have your top four linebackers out on bye this week, which is very possible, go Mm -hmm. for him. Um, any other notes on him? Yeah, just that he's completely irrelevant if if Greenlaw is not out. So, (laughs) yeah, he's basically a handcuff or if you're super desperate and notice that Greenlaw is out. But otherwise, yeah, I'm not. uh, I think Greenlaw probably will be back. But probably. (laughs) With that being the Monday night game, it's a little Uh, tough. So this is, I feel like, is a good pickup just – if you have Greenlaw, just grab him in, as a handcuff. Greenlaw plays, great. If he doesn't, great. You have a backup. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Next name, Jelani Tavai, also kind of gross. <laughs> it's a rough week out there for linebackers, unless I, I missed something super obvious. But was trying to go deeper with the Bipocalypse as well. But yeah. He's had, I think, 21 tackles over the last three games and 80% of snaps this week. So that's something, and he's had an interception in the sack over the last three games, so right. a little bit of chasing points, but it's something they suck, so <laughs> there's probably going to be a lot of running against them, so hopefully you're just padding some stats. And this, again, is like LB4, it's LB3 exactly. Buys are rough this week, so yeah, these none of these guys are season-long plays. They're just kind of like, well... Need someone. Right. Do you have Jennings um, coming up, or do you have him as part of DL, or maybe you already talked about him? I'm sorry. Um, which Jennings? Anthony. No, oh, did England? not bring him up. Okay. So I'll just throw him out there. Depending on what platform, he's going to have different eligibility. Um, I'm much more interested in Jennings from a ceiling perspective. Mm-hmm. Yes, to buy these past two weeks with some big plays. 
it's normally not a part of his repertoire. I feel like he's kind of stealing them from like Bentley, Duggar a little bit. So I feel like this is more of a luck factor, um, kind of yeah. padding his, you know, pretty boring floor. Um, whereas I'm much more interested in Jennings as a pass rusher. And he's showing David, you know, he, he had six, uh, five or six tackles, six um, this past week. So um, he's basically the Matt Judon replacement at this point. Um, and Uche so and Keon White mispracticed yeah. today. So, yeah. So he's got a he's lot of opportunity guy. ahead of him. And I'm just way more excited in that ceiling yeah. over a guy like Tavai. So that yeah. would be my two cents. <laughs> I would agree on there. Um, I have another D lineman question in here. A couple D lineman questions here. Oh, yeah. Replacement for Jeff Simmons. Yeah. It's had a really weird don't year. Don't panic. Don't panic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of this group, Ooh. I'm partial to Draymond, but I have Ooh. that's a little bit of take lock, I will readily admit. Okay. Um, Zach Allen pr- might be the right answer, quote unquote. But that's where I Jones was going to lean yeah. just because Zach Allen, just because, uh, because of snaps, because these guys are so volatile, all of them, and just yeah. that position in nature is so volatile that. Especially if I'm going on a replacement, um, yeah, give me the snaps. Now we can look at um, what. If you give me just a quick second, what is, do we know who? Uh, what the matchups are this week? Because I'd like to see. Uh, Seattle is playing. Oh, I just had it. They're playing Arizona, and the Broncos have Green Bay. Okay, so Arizona, Chiefs are playing the Chargers. Arizona's like a. Not great matchup for DT. Um, they're giving up the 22nd most points. So that sours me on Jones a little bit. Who would you say Denver had? Green Bay. Green Bay. Oh, equally. Oh, my God. They are the worst uh, matchup uh, for, <laughs> for DT. So maybe not Zach Allen. Um, and then the Chiefs are – who did you say? Oh, but they have the Chargers. D- and they're DE. So the Chargers give up the 13th most. So that, if we're playing matchup, and now, and this is funny because um, we talked about this on the IDP Plus pod yesterday between Dana and Carlaftis. Dana just played 90% of the snaps last week um, versus Carlaftis only in like the 60s, I believe. Uh, but Carlaftis had more production. So. This is a this is a real conundrum. Seeing that matchup um, for Zach Allen, despite the snaps that he plays, I'm now I'm kind of like meh. Um, so yeah, I would lean towards. I'd probably rank them for m- myself. I know you're a Draymond Jones guy. I'm gonna go, and I'm a Carlaftis guy, but I'm gonna go Dana Jones, Carlaftis, Allen for this one in terms yeah. of how I would like to do a spot start. Um, so yeah, that that's how I'd probably throw them out there. Just yeah. now looking at the the fantasy matchups themselves, um, I'm gonna bet on the matchup and the snaps with Dana over some of these other guys for for me. Yeah, so. and I would go Jones, Dana, Karloftis, Allen. Perfect. I guess. Yep. Yep. So have another cup, another D lineman question. Picking two between Carl Granderson, go Pokes, uh, Andrew Van Ginkle. <laughs> Jalen, I assume that's Jalen Phillips, Nick Benito, Jonathan Cooper, Baron Browning, Montez Sweat, and Ed Oliver. Why, why are we even bad, talking about That's not about a bad that. group. 
No, this is a very nice group. Wasteland. Yeah. I don't know. That's not a yeah. wasteland. See, this is funny because you to us, this is like, oh, this is great. But like this, this person is probably Will's probably playing in like a start two DL. So for him, it's like a wasteland. It's very funny that probably the juxtaposition a, of the yeah. league size that we're used to versus what some some other people might be playing in. So uh yeah, yeah these, these like are Brian not Burns and Micah Parsons normally, but <laughs> yeah. And this is not shaming. This is just a funny, yeah, yeah, you know, conundrum here. Um that that we're used to because we are total degenerates playing and like i would love to if i could start all four of these uh picking four this would be great so uh, i think i'm so rolling with Anderson. Anderson. i'm putting it there yeah he's, he's hot right yeah yep who's your second and not guy? just because he's a fellow cowboy but yeah, he's been <laughs> awesome he's i did the preview and review for the saints this week yeah and i put in there that he's the top rusher for him now cam yeah. jordan still cam jordan but the production it's not close i don't think cam has a sack on the year or he has one I think maybe one. Maybe. But yeah, yeah Granderson's the guy. Totally agree. Freaky player. He's the one. Mm-hmm. Jalen Phillips would be my two, but he was on the snap count last week. So I don't know if you can in good faith do that. Who does the football team have this week? They play the Giants. Uh, Yes, who okay. are a great. This is what I was gonna say. As long as Sweat is healthy, now yeah. you're gonna have to monitor that. Um, yeah. and we of course have the tools for you to do that here. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's definitely sweat for me too, I would say. Um, Granderson and sweat pretty easily. Phillips, uh, it's kind of like Rashawn Gary. I, I kind of need him to hit like 50, 60, 70 plus percent of stats before I'm going to be comfortable. Uh, plus, he's got the Eagles, who I believe are not a great, yeah, not the best matchup. Um, and Will did yeah. follow up and say that this was the order he was kind of thinking to have him in, but he's okay. scared of Van Ginkle. Right. Which I get um, that, especially if Phillips is on the uptick in snaps. It's going to, Van Ginkle's will shift around a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, against the Eagles, man, that's yeah, that's not a great matchup. They're twenty first in giving up fantasy points to DE, so I don't love that. Meanwhile, you've got the Giants is the fourth most, uh, so great matchup for for Sweat and Granderson. Uh, Jaguars are tenth uh, most uh, for DE, so those are two really good. And matchups. especially have to factor in with that one that Trevor Lawrence, if he plays, is going to be hobbled. He's right, great at looting sacks, but. He's not yeah. going to be as elite this week. Yeah. So, yeah, if we get a backup, that's even juicier. <laughs> I know. Bethard, so, yeah. who's a statue, why, even more well, statues. Why are we even talking about Baron Browning? I've been on a tirade here the past, like, week. Like, I don't care about Baron Browning. He's he's fine, but, like, coming off the injuries and former, like, fifth or rounder or something, converted to an extra rusher now. Nick Benio's second-round draft pick – playing great they're giving him a chance cooper's playing out of his mind i don't think browning sees the field hardly you know outside yeah. of some relief duty so He's uh, everyone everyone that's fixated on baron browning like stop <laughs> yeah so to answer this my order would be granderson sweat if healthy then bonito i think is where i would go but agree just the dolphins guys they have higher ceilings so yeah like agree they scare me Mm-hmm. Yeah, and will did agree that if sweats healthy he's in but the thumb yeah 
Will has another question with linebackers. Um, drop Bob Wagner for Quincy Williams, I would assume, last week and trying to pick him back up. Um, drop Quincy or Mosley to pick Wagner back up. No, I don't think I, I think you just got to ride the hot hand, honestly. Um, thinking of dropping, I guess, Daxon Hill to make room for him. Uh, who else do you have in, in your backfield, in your secondary yeah. backfield? That's because Hill's been pretty awesome. But yeah, it's yeah. tough to leave a guy like Wagner uh, out on waivers. So yeah, um, and I yeah, can see I, dropping Quincy for him just if you are if you're wary of both Jets. Right now, wait, okay. Wagner's just yeah, he's definitely That's, not his old self, and I feel like it's going to be 15 tackles or four tackles. Oh, and I think I guess I think the Jets are on bye this week, so that's oh, that's true. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to risk it, um, I I I might do that now. Now that I realize that the the Jets are on bye, um, because let's see, Seattle's got Arizona. Arizona is a not a great matchup, but yeah, Wagner's still too tough of a name to kind of leave on waivers. So yeah, yeah for the bye week, as long I would make a concerted effort though to grab Quincy back, uh, you know, for for week eight as well, possibly redropping Wagner to to get uh, Quincy back. Um, so that would probably be my advice there. Yeah, I would agree there. Then defensive backs, which last week. Uh, names we gave were, let me scroll back to it, um, the Bears combination of Kyler Gordon and Greg Stroman, who were both incredibly, eh, yeah. yeah. I put out Quan Martin as more of a long-term play. He didn't do much this week. I still think he's, once he gets on the field, he's going to be awesome. It seems like, like it's... he was my second safety in this class. Yeah. I still think that he's a missile out there and. If you have a deep league, hold on to him, but he's not playable yet. And then we also brought up Devon Witherspoon, which really was the week of going into their bye. And okay. Keep an eye on him, especially in a cornerback league. I know Reek Wollin's back. Their mm-hmm. other outside corner, Trey Brown, was, I think, the highest-rated corner for PFF this week. Ooh. So that is exciting because that would keep Spoon on the inside where he yeah. is the elite. And Greg, he'd be elite either way. but. Mm-hmm. Um, Will's following up with that Wagner question also has Al Shair he could drop over Quincy. I would not drop Aziz right now. One well, and in his defensive backfield, he's got Blankenship and Cam Bynum. I would drop Blankenship for for Wagner. Would, he just I got agree. busted up, so I would keep Dax Hill and Bynum and drop Blankenship for Wagner because Blankenship yeah. just got busted up with uh, some ribs. So even if he plays, you know, he could have a similar fate where. The wrong hit, the wrong landing, he leaves the game again. So that's probably what I would do there. Um, as long as I assume, please don't tell me Vikings or Bengals are on by this week. That that could Bengals be an issue. Are. Fuck. Okay. Yep. <laughs> well, that's why he was saying to drop hell, man. Yeah. God, I would still go time. Quincy, I think. Yeah. Then me, then I would drop Blake and Chip and try to get another DB that's yeah. out there. Because Al Shair is coming into his own. He's playing 100% snaps. You don't want to. And also on by. Yeah. Um, right. So, yeah, I see what your conundrum is. Um, 
this is a rough yeah one. drop quincy just drop quincy and just just yeah. get him back <laughs> drop lanky yep. next week to get quincy back just trying to yep. try to make sure that happens <laughs> so a couple db questions before we get to our names which we'll go through quick yeah. uh kyle hamilton or dugger droppable <laughs> both um that Ham- hamilton ejection was something but, yeah um he's not droppable I don't know in if the 10 team redraft league. Why oh, not? 10 team? I missed the 10 team part. Um, you know, there's key options might, out yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're starting four DBs. Yeah, you probably do. If yeah. you have the bench space, I would rather hold him. But if you need someone, yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. I'd rather try to hang on to him on the bench. Um, we'd love to know what maybe some of your top options there on waivers are so we could help make a decision there. But um, I mean, if you're just straight up asking the question, are they droppable? Yeah. I think both are, you know, not yeah. guys that are, you need to hang on to in yeah. a 10 team league, assuming you're probably starting like two DBs. I mean, there's plenty of other guys producing right now. Um, I mean, give me Josh Metellus over Duggar right now uh, easily, yeah. like a guy like that. And I guarantee he's probably on waivers. Um so tell like, us who we brought up a couple weeks ago and oh yeah that's great. my dude <laughs> yeah. um so yeah, yeah i th- i think they're they're definitely uh droppable for sure in a league yeah. like that um and another so, question here yeah and spoiler there and shandon also is I do love me some kyle hamilton <laughs> i think it's going to be one of those where just going to end up being a better football player than fantasy one yeah it's a shame, but well, then rest of season ranks and a spoiler on this one. Justin Reed is the first name I had down for the defensive back pickups. Nice. But, um, yeah, yeah. So who do we got? Yeah. So other names, Josh Metellus, Hamilton, Justin Simmons, Justin Reed, Kareem Jackson, Jordan Fuller, and Von Bell. Oh God. So we need to rank them for the rest of the season. Yeah. Sheesh. Um, let's go bottom up here who do you think who do you have last that's almost just as hard um god damn because von bell am i factoring injury like right now the rest of season i don't know how bad it is right now or like when he's playing to come back so i'm just gonna stick him on the bottom just do the injury alone um kareem jackson will stick on top of him uh simmons has to be around there too i feel like he's also been banged up a lot right he finally just came back and and did what we know he can do so i'm kind Mm -hmm. of like hoping that we that trajectory goes up so i'm probably a little higher on simmons let me get i'm probably gonna sandwich reed and fuller together next you know going up they're they're basically the same person for me um yeah so maybe fuller a slight hair I had to read because I think yeah. Fuller's locked into 100% where Reed is kind of getting a rotation between. So Reed has only missed 10 snaps on the season. Oh, okay. How many has Fuller? <laughs> I feel like Fuller hasn't missed any. <laughs> uh, yeah. Both, yeah, um, both are up there. And so, six, yeah, I mean, seven and a half percent of Reed snaps are in that slot box area. So that's right. part of the appeal for this week. Um, damn. Is Metellus one? It's tough to make him one because he's he's still technically the third guy, but he's basically also the LB too, mm-hmm. um, which I love that role. So give me 
So I went Bell, starting from the bottom. Bell, Jackson, Fuller. Let me go Hamilton, Simmons, Reed, Metallus. Sure. Give me Metallus as the one, baby. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think tiers of Metallus, Fuller, Reed, Hamilton yeah. in the zone in the middle, and then the other guys. Simmons probably up in that tier with Hamilton, actually. Yeah. South dependent then Kareem and Vaughn just this is so hard. Oh my god. This is tough. Because I mean we because safeties are so volatile to begin with. Like yeah. Uh, like you can see, like look at Grant Delpit the past couple of weeks playing all the snaps, but like his production yep. is just way down. Like and it's it, been incredible. He's the biggest reason the Browns won, but yeah. But what did but it for show fantasy. for fantasy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then TM and Javier see some offensive related questions. We'll get to those. Cool. Um, let's go th- run through the rest of the DBs that we have on here. Justin Reed, we already mentioned. We'll skip over him. The other two names are Jamal Adams. Yeah. If he's actually back. back. Yep. Hopefully. That's <laughs> Arizona. My guy, Julian Love, was down to 44% of snaps last week, which is brutal. Shouldn't be. I He's know. been the best player on their defense, except for Jordan Brooks this year. So I think he got hurt during the game a little bit. Is that so what it was? Hopefully I think that's part of it. Was, but... I think that was part of it. Okay, we'll see. Hopefully that's the case. But I think their defensive yeah. backfield would be so fun with all of them healthy. But really just have Jamal as edge, frankly. Mm-hmm. Linebacker, just have him joker, really. Just have, him fun, have fun in there. Mm-hmm. And timely question from J.K. <laughs> Kelly there about Adams. Um, honestly, I'm not starting him yet. Go ahead. What do you? Yeah, I was about to say my. If you're with bye weeks this week, being crazy. <sighs> if you need to, go for it for the upside. Sure. Right, but if your main DBs are healthy, don't start him. But if you need that upside, go for it. Roster him, pick him up. Yeah, pick him up. But yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not starting him quite yet until it's a smash matchup where I see those snaps get north of, like, 90%. Um, Arizona's, like, smack dab in the middle, giving up the 18th, so that's, like, an okay matchup. Uh, 18th most points to safety, so, like, and, yeah, what's going on with Julian Love? Depending on his health, you know, was that a factor? Adams is a start. Yeah, I would probably throw him in then, yeah. If, if love is ruled out. Yeah. Other name I have here, also gross. This is for <laughs> cor- deep cornerback leagues. Yeah. yeah. Jaquan McMillian. It's 73% of snaps this week. But yeah. in the last three games, 17 tackles. Seems to be the lead slot guy for him now. So that's something. Mm-hmm. Um, in a cornerback league, especially if you start two corners, mm-hmm. definitely worth a pickup. But... In like a, if you're in like a 10, 12, start two DBs and that's it. Don't really, don't probably don't need to. There's probably going to be better options, but it's a nice matchup. Um, yeah. Green Bay top 10 and giving up points. So that's, yeah, if you're going to, if you're going to ride the wave, you probably at least have one more decent week out of him yeah. Um, until, yeah, maybe the pumpkin comes back. <laughs> yeah. All right, so looking, I don't see any other defense. Oh, one more defensive question, or two more. 
Um, starting D lineman, Chase Young at Oliver. Drop any of them for Payne, Phillips, Allen, or Matabuke. So Chase Young is a hold right now. But he's locked in as a starter for him. I don't know if that's uh, – he's so volatile. Like, here's my gut reaction to that. Chase Young for sure has probably the highest ceiling of, of, of any of these guys. So if you're especially okay – Especially with the Giants this week. Yeah, especially this week, right? So if you're okay eating the games like this past week of one point to potentially get, you know, double-digit – points in in other games but you literally just have to keep it locked in and you're going to have to suffer through those you know 1.0.2 point games to reap the good as well and if you're okay if your mental stability uh, can accept that then i would say stick with young if not if you're more of a pragmatic like i need more consistency i might swap him out for like jonathan allen or Harrison Phillips. Um, I think they're the more consistent of this bunch. Um, and then Ed Oliver just annoyed the shit at me this week. I finally just gave him his flowers in the write-up, saying, you know what, after years of doing this, you know, disappearing versus monster games, but literally all or nothing, he's finally giving us some consistency now this year. Let's just roll him out. And what does he do? Gives us a zero burger. I'm going to give him a pass for that so i'm gonna say stick with oliver but if he lets us down again this week i might pivot to matabuke um or pain um these are all basically the same guys um so yeah yeah i, I would say stick with them i if you're again if you're okay with eating some of the zeros and some of the inconsistency i would say stick with both of them but i would pivot Young to Allen, if you want a more of a consistent, uh, maybe lower stat line and less of a ceiling. So that that's my advice there on that one. Yeah, I think I would actually pivot from Oliver to John Allen. Just okay. uh, depending on the rest of your lineup, I don't know if you can sustain two zero or twenties. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's, it's weird brutal. starting two D linemen on the same team, but yeah, fine with it in this case. Uh, yeah. Matabuke was the top name for D linemen on the show for. Nice. So you came in a little after that, and if anyone else missed, um, yeah, Oliver's just been annoying his whole career. <laughs> um, another question: Other available linebackers besides Wagner, Spillane, Jamin Davis, Caden Ellis, Dean Kendricks. Yeah, no one of that group possesses the ceiling of Wagner, so I would still be interested yeah. in Wagner, especially off of a down game. I, I'm sure yeah. I'm sure he'll bounce back. Like he's still playing hundred percent of the snaps. So Ben Aziz all year. I'm in on him. Have been on in on him. So oh yeah. Yeah. I would say in there. All right. Um let's get over to the offensive side. We can go through that a little quicker. Reminder, any questions? We do have a couple that we're still hanging on to. Sorry for the delay there. <laughs> we will hit quarterbacks first. Last week, our suggestion was my guy, Desmond Ritter, who threw three picks, but was great for fantasy. So, <laughs> I gotta love it. Weird stuff. Um, yeah, it was, it was a weird game. He's still <laughs> flashing, but I still believe in him. 
Still mm-hmm. think he's clearly the best quarterback in that class. Yes, I know him. Howell exists. No, he's not good at football. But <laughs> how dare you? Oh, and Ritter is. Uh, pass. Yeah. <laughs> I said best. Not, I'm a Howell not guy. Good. Don't uh, you slander I, my Howell. <laughs> oh, I don't think he's a, he's better than Gardner Minshew, but we'll take it. <laughs> I also hate have always been a Minshew hater, especially since he went to my Colts, but. Anyway, our suggestion for this week was going to be Jimmy Garoppolo, but he's probably not playing. So Derek Carr, which is equally scary against the Jags, but he had his best game of the year last year, 50 attempts, 32 completions, 350, only one touchdown. But, yeah, it was nice to see him get Rashid Shahid and Chris Olave involved. Got to keep that up. Um with all the buys this week, I think he is a borderline quarterback one. So it's not Kenny fun. Agrees. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he does. It's just, Aww. It's, here. Yeah, say hey, hi. Oh, hey. <laughs> That's awesome. Big Derek Carr fan there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yes. mean, it's a good matchup. Uh, Jacksonville 13th. Um, in giving up points to quarterback, and that's in our uh master's tournament scoring, which is very it's basically Scott Fishbowl quarterback mm-hmm. scoring from a few years ago, where it super penalizes bad QB play. So that means you know, Jaguars are probably even a better matchup than what I'm looking at yeah. on paper here. So <laughs> I do our weekly quarterback rankings, and I had yeah. Carr pulling it back up. I think, Caspian, it's okay. I have Carr at 13 right now, which... That's right in line. That's perfect, yeah. 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 Yes. Solid streamer option that, you know, yeah. we're all ready to get hurt again by Carr. But, yep. you know, the, yep. on paper, it looks like a damn good matchup. <laughs> it does. We'll see. Keep throwing the ball to Olave and yeah. Deep True Shahid. <laughs> Looking at the snap counts was one of the funniest things, just forgetting they had Taysom Hill and seeing that Carr played 96% of snaps, I think, and then their quarterback, yeah. too, played 46%. And I was like, what? Oh, Taysom Hill. Right. <laughs> uh, the most annoying <laughs> but, fantasy player of all time. I know. So running backs. We'll get to oh, now. Um, last week, names there? we gave were Amari Demercado, which, <laughs> you know, that happened. Yeah. He was the best running back. That wasn't James Conner for the first four weeks. And then I think he still led them in snaps, but got one touch. Weird. I, just gross. It's coaches, um, man. Yeah. Justice Hill, 38% mm. of snaps, 35 yards. Gus was still the top guy. It was disappointing, but mm-hmm. yeah. Salvin Ahmed as RB2 for the Dolphins was all right. Had a touchdown. I think it was late. And almost 40 yards, which dart throw, nothing spectacular. This week, I like the running backs a lot more than last week. Um, and this first question, which we've been holding on for over half an hour, so sorry, TM. But <laughs> two, the both names that we have to spoil are Zach Evans and Jordan Mason. And uh, question here, dropping Jerome Ford for Hubbard, Hunt, who I also love and we've brought up a few times mm. or either of these two waiver backs. I would not. Ford is mm. clearly the top guy to me. Mm. Evans may be better this week or Mason if CMC is out, but Ford rest of the season is the top guy. 
kind yeah, of the only, last week, but it doesn't really scare me. Fell into the end zone. Like, yeah, that's kind of a fluke, I feel like. Um, I kind of like hovered here, depending on Miles Sanders' health going forward. Yeah. You saw him get a shit ton of volume and, you know, got yeah. him to the end zone. So, like, if, if Sanders continues to miss time, that's the name that I'm most interested in. Uh, yeah, the Rams' backfield is going to be really interesting, like, to yeah. see how – because it's Zach Evans and Royce Freeman. Like, neither of those teams you want to think about. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah so Evans now, was a five-star – but yeah, UDFA. I mean, Freeman, the third rounder. Like, yeah, it's there's two things out the there. He was, yeah, he was the five star for a reason, but then he was yeah. transferred to Ole Miss once Kendry Miller and Demarcado took his job right. at TCU. And then right. he was replaced by Quinchon Judkins, a true freshman, as a four star, I think he was. Yeah. Granted, Judkins is my early running back one for 24. Four, 25 is that class yeah yeah so yeah. it's nice. very early but running back two depending on if singleton actually gets some work but not the point here um but still it's like immediately gets replaced by a true freshman they traded up for him but it was the sixth round so it doesn't really matter that much mm-hmm. um just to give a final answer here no my order for rest of season is ford spears Hubbard question mark Mason Hunt Evans uh, Evans Beautiful. Hunt just because Evans is the guy probably the guy this week right and Hunt is yeah. going to be just annoying I like that I think I'm in agreement how bad so Kyron Williams was an ankle so yeah he'll probably miss like a yeah. couple of weeks Ronnie Rivers if he's going five on weeks so yeah. yeah he'll be on IR so yeah yeah I like that I'm, I agree with that yeah and I did think because I think the Rams their buy is next week, I believe. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so. I thought they McVeigh was saying that they expected one, maybe two for Kyron. Uh, by week ten. Ten, okay. Yeah. Eh, it's a little hairier, but I still stick by that. Yeah. Um. Okay, so just to touch on those running back names again, Zach Evans and Jordan Mason are the names for this week. Craig Reynolds also can get tossed out there again, but (laughs) to go a little more on Jordan Mason, Christian McCaffrey is hurt. If he plays, he'll be limited, especially against the Vikings team who just, they shouldn't use McCaffrey a lot, even if he didn't have this injury. Mm -hmm. Um, Elijah Mitchell, the normal number two is hurt always Mm -hmm. (laughs) just as much as McCaffrey. Um, And with the Shanahan scheme, Mason's been really good in the games he's played. Over yeah. the two past two years, 64 carries, 375, and three on the ground. Almost six a carry. Pretty typical. But if he's the one, Minnesota hasn't been the best. I think they're the eighth worst mm-hmm. matchup for running backs. But it's still that Shanahan scheme. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the running back 1B, I'm starting pretty much every week. So um, have another question in here. So this one we've also been holding off on in a non-PPR eight-man traded James Cook, I'd assume, or I think the, is the question here to trade James Cook for Michael Pittman. Currently have Lamar, Eckler, Brian Robinson, AJP, Jacoby Myers, Laporta, Lockett, Goff as the starter, assuming Superflex. So with this team, would you rather have James Cook or Michael Pittman? 
I think uh, James Cook. Yeah, I think it's pretty yeah. pretty deep at wide receiver. So yeah. I would want yeah, if you could trade away Pittman to acquire James Cook, I would do it. If someone's looking to take your cook for Pittman with this team, I would not do it. Yeah, I would agree. Myers has been awesome. Yeah. Lockett's Tyler Lockett. He's solid. Deontay's coming back. Really, with this team, I, if Dallas assuming you have Cook there. and want another wide receiver, I'd be looking to move Laporta or Goddard. Mm-hmm. Probably Goddard, just since you have AJ Brown. But, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, another name. So, fun fact there Rashid Shahid, number two, and ty- behind Tyreek Hill in all purpose yards this year. Yeah. Which I assume includes returns. Yeah, he does the return. What a yeah. fun player he is. I know. He deserves more touches. He does. <laughs> it's insane. And I see from Fantasy Sports a corner question. Let's get through the rest of the offensive guys, then we'll get back to some defensive ones. <laughs> so, wide receivers. Last week, KJ Osborne was fine. It was a weird game. Continue to start him in a deeper league. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. it's fine. Nothing won't be spectacular, but you know. mm-hmm. Jonathan Mingo we brought up as a future play. Played a ton. I don't remember what the snap count was. It was in the upper 80s, I think. Okay. But didn't have much work, but Adam Thielen's the one there. This is a round where rookies are really going to start breaking out, especially with their mm-hmm. bye this week. So he's someone to pick up this week if he is out there. Will he blow up? I don't know, but there's that potential for sure. And Bryce Young actually looked solid this week overall. Yeah. Definitely the best the best he's looked. Um, and with a bye, get them a little more healthy, hopefully get the O-line sorted out a little more. Uh, then we also had Josh Downs as a name, and he mm. scored this week. Solid. Love solid him. player. Fun player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Alec Pierce is hurt. And even though Pierce has had the second most snaps against amongst receivers, I think the stat I put out last week is he had 10 downs, had 10 more targets mm-hmm. and catches than anyone else, not named Michael Pitt. And third was like Kylan Granson. So like, gross. Yeah. But those are the two top guys. And then from two weeks ago, we had the Bengals wide receivers, Tyler Boyd and Andre Yoshivas. Never wrong, just early. They mm-hmm. both scored this week. Um, and even though they did nothing the week, we recommended them. So that's really cool. But just wanted to throw that out there to pat myself on the back. Uh, you, same with James Williams. So did whew. you did you look up the pronunciation of that last name, or do you? Um, know I do a lot of draft stuff. So damn, that was that impressive. <laughs> Thank you. I've been practicing that one a lot. Justin and I both loved him out of Princeton, so talked yeah. about him quite a bit. <laughs> hit me with like it that. again. How do you say it? Andre Yoshivas. Yoshivas. Okay, cool, cool. Yes. I'll have to remember that one because, yeah, I would have been yeah. terrible. Fun, fun <laughs> player. but Yeah, yeah. So names this week. Uh, first two are retreads. <laughs> Marvin Mims. Jerry Judy's going to get dealt, sounds like. Cortland Sutton, mm-hmm. maybe as well. Mims <laughs> has, what, like 17 yards to catch or something absurd. 20 yeah. yards to catch. But Insane. 10 targets, but. <laughs> not a not an immediate play, but grab him. Should get some more time soon. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, one of my favorite players in the league. Uh, the nice. dude is a top 20 wide receiver for real football. If they use him, he's awesome. Slight hyperbole there, but he is a, he is an awesome player all around. 
Uh, he had 11 targets this week, 10 for 90, 10 for 89. Um, he's the best. He is the best receiver on their offense. He has the most juice of anyone on their skill side. He's the second best player behind Andre. So they got to use him more. And I guess Hunter Henry's in that conversation too, but tight end, they, just, they need to use him more. There are some He Now this is also a time to think about trade deadline. Mm-hmm. He is a perfect fit for Kansas City needs and some Ooh. other teams. That would, or Baltimore even, especially with Bateman, Odell being hurt and not very good overall. Some of those other teams, mm-hmm. there's, this is the time he's someone to grab. I grabbed him in my main dynasty league and started him this week. It was pretty sweet. I nice. He's definitely a good pickup. Deeper play with or by Apocalypse. Grab him, play him, hope he gets traded to Kansas City or someone else. Someone else with the offense will use him. But, Beautiful. Um, other name we have is Wandale Robinson, who yeah, he's played that. 63% of the snaps over the last three games, which is something. Eight catches last week. They got mm-hmm. Washington this week, so they're going to need some quick targets. He's a only a PPR play, deep leagues, or if your top four wide receivers are on by. But I like it. Also, kind of a stash. Maybe they'll get. Maybe if Daniel Jones comes back and is less Daniel Jones, then <laughs> maybe something. But target machine right now. Seems like he's earning his targets. Yeah, so he is. Yeah, I like he's, him he's been good. It's not. Yeah. yeah, eight catches is hard to just easily to fall into. Mm-hmm. Um, another question, which three players to start between Pacheco, Ford, Mike Evans, and Zay Flowers? I'm locking in Zay Flowers and Jerome Ford, just matchups. Maybe that's partially my pessimistic and against the Colts with my Colts and hoping that Jerome Ford runs all over us. Mm -hmm. So we can get Marvin Harrison again, but, uh, Zay Flowers, he's, He's been awesome, minus the drops game against Pittsburgh. But yeah. Um Chiefs have the Chargers who Oh, it's a good matchup. Yeah. Is it who does Cleveland have? The Colts? Cleveland has the Colts. And then Tampa has who's Tampa playing? Uh yes. So that's a terrible matchup. So definitely not Evans. Um, Terrell's going to be on him. Yeah, kind of like Pacheco. Oh, three. He gets to do three. Nice. So yeah. then, yeah, this is easy. Pacheco, Ford, and Flowers for sure. Um, yeah. Yes, still Evan's would... ceiling is great, but like terrible yeah. matchup. I'd still be willing to start Evans over Pacheco because I know the okay. Chargers defense. They're... I don't want to talk about the Chargers. They make me <laughs> sad. But as the Justin Herbert stand yeah. around, they just make me so sad. But, ooh, do we? <laughs> that's a funny one. By Apocalypse or by Mageddon? That's a great um, question. I think by Apocalypse. I think, I'm I, think Apocalypse. Yeah. I think it just rolls off the tongue a little easier. Yeah. I like by Mageddon more, but agreed. By Mageddon better, looks better in writing, stuff. but by Apocalypse comes Apocalypse. out better verbally. <laughs> yes. And Shannon with some fire in here as always. Bateman being hurt. Yep, not a shock. And it's the Moonball Merchant. That's what he is. Hell yeah. Um, Just give him some damn targets. Mims. <laughs> I know. Let him see the field. 
ranking these wide receivers for rest of season, I'm going to assume. Wide receiver one, Kendrick Bourne. Wide receiver one, Jerry mm -hmm. Judy. Deontay Johnson. The commander's wide receiver one, Curtis Samuel, apparently. but So annoying. I can't stand I it. I love Curtis Samuel, but I also love Jahan Dotson. That hurts. And then Terry's Terry. If they would just the give him, if they if they want to do that, then be consistent and and for, feed him a shit ton of yeah. targets and touches. Yeah. But no, it's two games on, one game off. Like I can't stand it. So I wish they would just trade Antonio Gibson and let Curtis Samuel be Antonio Gibson. Yeah, or trade Curtis Samuel and let Antonio Gibson. One way, him. yeah, one one or the other. <laughs> or just stop using Brian Robinson. Just that's have, a great call. <laughs> like just spread it out five wide Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> Let Howell but, cook, baby. <laughs> Let the enemy cook. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, this is gross. I'll let you try to make a list. Zay Flowers is the one. one. Okay. Zay Flowers and Deontay Johnson one two is pretty easy for me. Really? Yeah. Deontay? He Oof. his assuming he's back. I don't know if he'll be back this week, but next week. Yeah. Kenny Pickett's gross. Oh, good comment, Will. Okay. He literally is, but um, Deontay is just such a PPR monster, and it's PPR league. He's yeah, um, true. Yeah. Yuck. Um, so I'm going Zay Deontay. Tear break. <laughs> it probably should be Judy, but I don't want to say Judy. We need the change of scenery first. So yeah. until we I'm have that, Kendrick Bourne next. Just not nah. calling my shot. It's the <laughs> wrong answer, but I'm going Bourne third. Then yeah. Judy and Pickens flip a coin, and Curtis Samuel is just not going to get enough usage. It's not going to be predictable enough at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I could that. I could. I could see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I probably go Zay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, your drop. <laughs> uh, yeah. Give me pick. I think Pickens will keep it up. Give me Pickens, Deontay, Bourne, Judy, Samuel. Yeah. If it was a half PPR, Pickens and Deontay might flip, but the full. Yeah, and that's also yeah. part of why Bourne. Nah, there, your reasoning's are way better. I'm just going off the gut. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I Kendrick Bourne is third just off a heat check, but because yeah. I like it a lot. But, um, uh, question in here. Stroud or Lawrence? Stroud's on by. Oh, facing yeah, this. that's an easy one. <laughs> I'm facing this question in a money league with our guy Shandon. Um, yeah, I am scared because Lawrence, <laughs> and I think my other quarterback is in that league is Kyler Murray, so that's fun. But okay, <laughs> so I'm probably picking someone up off waivers there. But uh, how about let's Lawrence. have fun with it for the rest of the season, Stroud or Lawrence? Lawrence, I'm still going with. Yeah. It's close, but I'm going it's with it. Super close. It's tough. I'm gonna go with the rook. Give me give me Shroud. I, I don't hate year. it. I think both teams are making the playoffs, but dude, I called that from the beginning of the season. I, was like, I don't think I had I think I had Houston first out, but I was oh. like, people are saying Houston's bad, but it's like they're they're not call, great. I they're gonna be it. frisky. Yeah. Stroud I said they would finish second in the division. <laughs> yeah, I did have that as well. But Stroud was my quarterback three of this class, but still yeah. one. And it was yeah. like, it was like they're all three of them were top 10 players. So it's like, 
flip a coin. Very but nice. they're they're so fun. And D'Amico, just that team. Will Anderson. Also, don't panic on him. I think one's back on the year, but like sixth most pressures, they'll come. Mm-hmm. But, and I guess we should hit tight end. Um, <laughs> oh god! Last week, last close week, your Logan eyes Thomas. and click. <laughs> yep, Logan Thomas was our guy last week, but as we've said with Curtis Samuel, they decided he was their top guy. I can't. See this it. week, I'm going with my tight end one from this class, Michael Mayer. He had first drive, three targets, three catches, Mm -hmm. had five or six catches on the day, went five of six for 75. Mm -hmm. Chicago's terrible, so sure, why not? He's the tight end one now. As he should be, but. Yeah, as he always should have been. (laughs) Yeah, gosh. No, I like that. That's a solid solid name for sure. Yeah, and this is one where – I would actually drop a decent amount of fab or burn a waiver priority on him if you're hurting a tight end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Will saying that Julio signed with the Eagles. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> if legit, that's so weird. Yeah. Let me check. Um, huh. That would be. Yeah. Interesting. Damn. Well, but then reunited with former teammate AJ Brown, which that one took a second to process. <laughs> yeah, from where? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Titans. Um, and TM, yep, the Pats still just. Mondram yeah. still, Mondram still good with, still play him most weeks. But besides him, it's even still Zeke. They're giving a lot of work, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> Damn, these are some interesting transactions going on. Yeah, Ro- seeing Robinson to Green Bay, James Robinson. Huh. Interesting. On there if Aaron Jones isn't healthy still. Then AJ Dillon's been really bad. Yeah, at least he fell into the end zone last week, but Yeah. Everywhere else, terrible, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, um, I think that's all the questions we've had and all the names we wanted to go through. Scrolling through real quick, see if I missed a question. I don't think so. Do you have any other names you want to bring up, Santa? Oh, man. Um, Trying to think if there's... The uh, the Rams backfield, I wanted to make sure we touched on, but um, let me just do a quick scroll through my... Um, oh, did you, for defense, did, did you, what is it, is it, I guess Dorian Williams took the job. Um, we yeah. talked about this on IDP plus last night a little bit. Um, I, I guess, uh, Dorian Williams yeah. is the new LB two. So that's a name to, uh, to, to, to throw out there. Yeah. Dallas versus Nate Landman. Damn you, Nate Landman, just stealing all of Ellis's production. They're also not rushing Kate and Ellis, which is super, which is so super weird. annoying. Especially um, since they have Nielsen at D coordinator who like got brought in here and knows eight, what he can eight do. sacks last year. So like I just fun fact with Nate Landman, his sister's name is Ocean Trail. He used to be a swimmer at Oregon State. I, wow. So that's a fun one, but 
think of then their other siblings had just another generic name. It's like yeah. like Nate, Rick, and I don't remember the third one. Then Ocean Trail. It's like, huh, okay. Very it's interesting. Like, based um, off vibes alone, I get it. But. Yeah, yeah. For Detroit, I feel will if Brian Branch is still out, Will Harris is Brian Branch, so um, mm-hmm. that's a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, the Rams, if Byron Young is still somewhere out there, yeah, I, yeah. most leagues like he's playing. Yeah, he had a couple down weeks production wise, but his snaps still stayed up there. And then we saw him this week have a really nice game. So I'm a big Byron Young uh, Rams Byron yeah. Young guy. So Justin also loves him and has always loved him. Awesome. So, yeah, and I think he, has had him in the in the dock a couple times and erased it, just like no, trying not oh, to give into his priors. No, no, because yeah. he's playing the snaps. And you got, yeah. I, I, I want to bet on that. Um, do we know anything about Carolina? Probably not. Like, I, it's just. Um, I will there. say with, um, with the Panthers, defensive line wise, like Burns still start him. He'll get through the struggles. Right. Um, Derek Brown still a great start at D tackle. Those leagues. Yutra Grossmato still the edge too. So that's something. Man. Linebacker wise, Louvu was hurt again. Right. Bye week. They need that bye week bad. Yeah. Please trade. Please trade Chin. That's what we talk. Oh, I went on a rant. We both, me and Sean, were both ranting on Jeremy Chin. So yeah. Yeah, oh, there was yeah. a question I missed from Fancy Sports. Thank you for putting it back in there. Um, oh, nice. Sneed at corner or McDuffie, Tehran, Juju, or Cam Taylor Britt? So here's a huge spoiler. Cam Taylor Britt will be in the defensive back section next week. Nice. Just with him being on bye, didn't want to drop him in here. But True. if you have an extra roster spot, go grab him. Yeah. But, He's getting hot. <laughs> I love Juju Brents, but not enough to – I think swap him out for Snead, unfortunately. You, you just got to – I mean, Snead's still playing all the snaps. Gonna, I would tough. switch him for McDuffie. But Oh, yeah, McDuffie, right? Yeah, because McDuffie's getting the more advantageous uh, alignments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Try, I to, agree. try to trade one of them if you got them both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, try – well, Snead's got the bigger name value, so yeah. – I would say it's go crazy how even though he's been exclusively on the outside this year, how good he's still been. Yeah. It's like and like he's a good cover corner. It's not like he's just some crappy corner getting hyper targeted, so gets eight tackles right. a game, but yeah. Tron Johnson off a great game. Fifteen tackles Tough to, uh, I believe that's again right. the Giants yep, 15. with like a negative two A dot. So <laughs> start um, everyone against the Giants. Yeah. Teron Johnson is like definitely a great opportunity here, but that, that was his ceiling game of the year against, yeah. a, you know, to Chef's Kiss matchup. <laughs> Giants, Panthers, Titans definitely just start everyone against them. Mm-hmm. Um, Max. <laughs> any other teams like that? Yeah. Denver. Yeah. Chicago. That when I was doing the putting the start sits sheet together, Cleveland surprisingly is like giving up a shit ton of fantasy points to opposing IDP. So, yeah, uh, I, yeah, even with these these QB struggles, so 
they kind of sneak into there for me. They were yeah, just green on almost every position. Just surprising. Because so. <laughs> I think their defense is playing so well on the other side that they're their keeping so the games close enough where the offense yeah. has to go out there and the offense is at least being somewhat competent where they're sustaining drives to a certain extent, giving you know availability to to the opposing IDP. So, yeah, I would throw play, play all your IDPs against Cleveland too for the most yeah. part. <laughs> Especially when Watson comes back. Not many people like taking sacks as much as him. Yeah, just be oh, yeah let's get him back. <laughs> yeah. But Sam Hell's going to die back there, man. <laughs> oh, it's insane. See, that's what I want. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. With, with all that, with all the sacks he is taking, for him to still be at least putting up the fantasy numbers that he's yeah. doing is pretty damn impressive, I think. It so, is. It's I definitely. Think yeah. If he could be coached, I think he's got some some potential yeah. here. He's definitely proven, to, at least to me, he's a legit NFL quarterback. I don't think yeah. a starter, but I think he could be an upside yeah. backup long term. Sure. Way better than I thought he was. So that's fair. Just that's hoping fair. to die back there. He's on pace for what ninety six sacks now, <laughs> like record setting, uh, like twenty five more than the record. David Carr's record. <laughs> Off an expansion team. God. Uh, well, sad. I think that's all. I don't see any other questions in there, so. Look, All right. Any other plugs, comments? You know, we got the IDP Plus show that just that dropped yesterday. Yeah, dropped the uh, audio yesterday. The the video should be coming out tonight, probably. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Just obviously, the, you know, we get even more in depth on the written content. So you know, if you guys are uh, looking to, you know, pair this content with some written content we of course have that for you as a subscriber uh to the site so um yeah yeah give us a shot if you're if you're looking for in-depth uh written content on top of this awesome uh content as well yeah uh one more question got oh yeah in here. sneak it in ernest jones aziz al shair and kaiser white all three are my guys just Ooh. kaiser being on the my guy in the negative way damn uh Ernest, it's in order to me it's already in order. I might it swap out hard. White ahead of Shire, Um, but man, that's really tough. But yeah, you could go for yeah. I would keep Jones at the top for sure. Yeah. Um, I would I would have White second there and Shire okay. third. But yeah, it's all really nice options. So yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, we appreciate, appreciate that. that. We try to yeah give you the the full gamut here of, uh, you know, cause we're, we're the type of guys who play in these mixed leagues, you know, where you have to start offense and defense. So we, we try to be as well-rounded as possible. Absolutely. Here. <laughs> yeah. And thanks for listening to us. I know we went a little long this time, but that's the fun of it. And thank you, Santa, for jumping in this week. Yeah, man, um, no problem. <laughs> yeah. It was a blast to have you. Welcome any week. Thanks. And I believe Justin will be back next week as well. Good stuff. Thank you all again. Subscribe to the IDP guys. And you can find uh, Santa at Dynasty Santa on X and me at Jolo63. Give us a follow, complain, give us some praise, whatever. And talk to you all next week. Awesome.